Hey Dragons, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is with Mike Sweetman from ForceWithin.net, a nerd fitness blog and website designed um, to get you fit as well as adds in that focus of um, mindfulness and mental preparation. Really cool, fun time talking to Mike. Him and I have actually been friends for the past few months. Um with Robbie Farlow from SideQuest Fitness, as well as Chess from Live Like You Game. Uh, both previous guests of the podcast. So anyway, I hope you enjoy the show, and uh, we're going to nerd out. In the basement, rolling dice, rolling dice, I'm on wizard, wizard. When we play, we do it right, candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks, DM says you're gonna die, roll a DC. Welcome again, dragons, to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This is episode 48, and today we have Mike Sweetman from The Force Within, which was formerly BeAHealthyGeek.com. Mike, how are you doing today? Hey, great, Kenny. Thanks for having me on. I am super excited to have you on, especially because we just went through an hour and a half of troubleshooting, trying to get this recording to work, and we finally got everything working. Yeah, we had to come overcome a little adversity. <laughs> persevered. It's all good. And we we persevered. We went from plan A to plan B to I think this is eventually plan like F that we finally hit. Yeah, we worked through some letters, that's for sure. <laughs> well, proper planning prevents poor performance, my friend. That's right, yeah. So so um you and I are part of a fit geek kind of brain trust with uh Professor Beige from uh, Geek Fitness Podcast, and then Robbie Farlow from SideQuest Fitness. But those guys have been on the podcast before. Tell everyone out there listening a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, as as far as my geek cred goes, I think I, I started uh, down, you know, getting into being a geek when I was at school. I played this game called Heroes Quest. You ever play that, Robbie? Well, my name's Kenny. Kenny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's fine. I, it was my fault for bringing up Robbie. Yeah, it's the no, bane of our existence right now. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm not editing this out. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. No, um, okay. I have so, not played Heroes <laughs> Quest. Tell me about Heroes Quest. Yeah. Uh, so Heroes Quest is like Dungeons and Dragons light, right? And uh, anyway, it's got miniatures. Um, it, it was amazing. And, uh, I went home and I told my folks about it and my stepdad introduced me to the Hobbit and my father, uh, when I visited him, he took me to a comic book store, um, at game slash gaming store. And, uh, from there I bought like heaps of, uh, Warhammer miniatures and I just, I got into, uh, playing Warhammer, Warhammer 40k, uh, later on, I started playing uh, X-Wing miniatures, and uh, so I'm I'm really into the board game side of things. Um, I do play, like currently, I do play Battlefront, um, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, For sure. And yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And what do you do now? What was Be a Healthy Geek about? And then why are you transitioning into the Force Within? Yeah. So back in. Uh, 2014, I, you know, I was at a point in my life where I had a couple children and, 
and I was facing new adversity and, you know, I just wasn't being as healthy as I could have been. Um, you know, I grew up being a competitive swimmer, football player, played football at university. So I could just see my health slipping and I wanted to be, you know, a good role model for my kids. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to start, start this website. Um, I wanted to be healthier. I thought, you know what, I might be able to make some extra cash for my family. And of course I want to help others. So, you know, within a year, I really started, um, seeing some gains. Uh, I started running quite a bit, got my wife into running. Um, you know, some of her friends got into running. We ultimately did a half marathon. It, it was really nice. great. Yeah. That's Un- awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really great. Um, unfortunately, you know, and last, the last school year was quite stressful and, um, I just like most of that fell apart. Not all of it, but most of it fell apart. And I, uh, reflecting on that throughout the school year it was, it came down to my mindset. Like I just didn't have the mindset to deal with the stress. So, you know, I did some work. I ended up taking a uh, yoga teacher training program, um, which was amazing. It was much more than just learning about, uh, yoga. Um, did a lot of reading. Um, Mark Devine is one of my favorite authors now. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's come down to mindset and I really understand. I have a much better understanding now that mindset is what's going to help you be successful with that workout program. And if you don't, it doesn't matter how good your workout program is if you don't have the proper mindset, right? So you mentioned Mark Devine. What, uh, what has he written? What books has, have impacted you? Um, what's the subject matter? I'm assuming it's like mindfulness. Yeah, he's actually a former Navy SEAL. So when I was part of the, uh, the yoga teacher training program, um, a friend of mine recommended it as sort of like a more, uh, you know, masculine take on, on yoga, on mindfulness. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. He's got, uh, several books, unbeatable mind, um, and the other one, which is more of a business book, is The Way of the Seal. And actually, there's a couple more. I think uh, Kokoro Yoga and then Eight Weeks to Seal Fit. I think that's all. Okay, very cool. Um, now, you said you were getting into uh, mindfulness and just having that that internal motivation. Um what sort of practice do you put into place to keep yourself moving, keep yourself going like that? Yeah. So, um, I'm definitely much happier now. And, and, uh, one of the routines I do is I, uh, I start my day with five minutes of yoga and then five minutes of meditation. So that, that 10 minutes really sets, you know, lets me set my affirmations and, and review my goals. And, uh, and then at night I do the same. Um, and I usually do a little bit of thought management in there. So, which is just a matter of writing down what's going through my, what's going through my head and, and, uh, dealing, trying to change my thought process, um, of anything that that's negative and sort of holding me back. And I've, I've just found my motivation is through the roof. My confidence is, you know, is so much better. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. That's awesome. And I definitely want to, if, uh, after we're done here, if you could email me some resources, I would love to put that on the show notes page. 
Yeah, um, I'd love to. For sure. I know one of my biggest issues is I love mindfulness. I love meditation. I actually really do enjoy yoga as well. But my issue is I want to start my day with it, but it's so relaxing that I get up so early that if I try it in the morning, I fall back asleep. Yeah, I uh, I can understand that. But I find the yoga, if you're doing the right moves, if you're doing something like, uh, uh, you know, something that's using your upper body, um, you know, it just, it's, it's really going to help you out. It's actually going to wake you up. And then the meditation is much easier early in the morning. Like you could do push-ups, really. You could do slow push-ups and then do your meditation. That's true. So I mean, whatever whatever works for you. But yeah, that's what I find is actually the yoga uh, wakes me up and allows me to meditate early in the morning. And then I'm also drinking. Um, I got like a liter of water I try and consume first thing okay. in the morning too. So I find those two things combined, a little bit of exercise plus the water really wakes you up. I think uh, I'm going to ask you to like just kind of go into detail about your morning routine. I'll put that on the show notes page as well, if you don't mind. We don't have to go through it here, uh, but in case people want a you know a few pose uh, yoga poses to go through. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, and you can you can go over to forcewithin.net, and I have this written down. I, it's right now. It's called uh, three steps to lessen stress. So you, uh, people can definitely go check that out. Um, but, uh, basically first thing in the morning, it's, um, the, the routine is escaping my mind right now, what it's called. Uh, <laughs> no worries, man. I can yeah. send the link to everybody. In the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, a very popular yoga routine. I'm kicking myself right now cause I can't remember it, but, uh, so from there, it, it's just basic. It's, it's quite repetitive. It's easy to remember. And it's just me trying to focus on my breath. I think yoga is meant to be something that is not necessarily something that you're supposed to go to a class. And this is just my interpretation. Um, it's supposed to be something that's personal. Um, so doing it by myself, um, you know, focusing on my breath. I mean, that's pretty, that's very meditative in itself, but it's also helping me wake up so that I can sit down. Um, I do, I usually do about five minutes of box breathing. So box breathing is basically, if you can imagine a box in front of you, you're going to breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, breathe in for four seconds. So that's, I mean, it's, it's very easy. It might be tough for somebody. If somebody finds that tough to get started with, you could always, I got started with meditation, um, using headspace. I know, Kenny, you've mentioned that on the podcast before, right? Yes. I love headspace. Yeah. So that, that would be a great way to get started. Um, Andy Petticombe, I think his last name is he, he guides you through it. And, uh, so if you find, you know, if somebody wants to do this and they find the box breathing doesn't, doesn't work for them then then maybe get started with the meditation app headspace and um so yeah from there um in the in the evening or say after work the uh the thought management um 
part of it is just, like I said, it's just sort of like a, a thought download where you're writing down, like what's going through my head right now. And you can address, you know, you can address those issues that are coming up. Um, sometimes we have things that are totally stressing us out and they're not at the forefront of our mind. Right. So, and, and it's just a matter of asking yourself, you know, how can I think about this differently? Right. So if, if I have, um, you know, for example, I'm, I'm a teacher and currently we are, we're in, in like sort of strike action. We're not on the picket lines, but we're, we've with, withdrawn certain services. So, and, uh, there's just been some news in the, in the media lately uh, that we were probably going to go to the picket line. And that was really stressing me out, but I didn't realize it until I had written it down. And then I, I, I just thought about it and I was like, you know, I really only have so much control over this. I can't let it stress me out. Right. So it's just a matter of addressing, actually addressing the, you know, the problems that are coming up or the stressors that are in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to clarify for everyone out there, you are in Canada. And so I think there was a teacher's uh, strike or something that was a possibility. I I don't know if there's any teacher's union in the States that's currently striking. But then again, there could be, and I could be just talking out of my ass right now. Yeah. No, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's part of the routine. And, um, like I said, if you go over to forcewithin.net, um, that'd be a great place to, um, it's kind of a watered down version of that, but it's just to get you started. And, uh, yeah. Excellent. We will include that link in the show notes as usual, but to get to know you a little bit better, who is one of your heroes, either your favorite superhero, a fictional hero, a personal hero, a source of inspiration, uh, however you want to answer that? Yeah, cool. Um, so I'd, I'd have to say that my my mother it was like a big influence on me, and she is definitely my hero. Um, there was, you know, she raised me at certain times uh, as a single mother, and she went back to school. She had the, the courage to do that. She, um, you know, she's taught me patience, um, and, and how to be calm. And I think that's, that's really, uh, really helped me in my teaching career and in general, right? Having patience and being calm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Other than that, I mean, on the geeky side of things, uh, I, I definitely love Batman. You watch the old cartoon at uh, at lunch hour with my brother, run home and, and watch that. And I mean, what makes Batman so cool to me is he's sort of this guy, superhero world that just he finds a way to kick ass without having any special powers. Right. Like he's just so determined and he's he's got an incredible mindset, really. Right. No, absolutely. Is I've often said that he has his superhero power is uh, a super persona. Yeah. Um, the the persona yeah. of Batman is often what is so intimidating because he does have that mindset to push his physical body to the limit. And then he just buys cool toys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I am also a big star Wars guy, obviously uh, force within is uh, a bit of a take on star Wars. And um, so Luke Skywalker is my guy. I'm not a, not a Han Solo guy, but a Luke Skywalker. And I mean, I really love uh, the Empire 
uh, sorry, not the Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, when Luke is there and he's he's you know lost his cool and he's about to um, you know do away with his father and he stops himself and he. You know, he gets control, composure, and he realizes this isn't what he wants to do. And he, he sort of sacrifices himself for his father. And that's what allows his dad to redeem himself, right? So I think that's, you know, that that's incredible. Yeah, that is awesome. And I think Luke, Luke is definitely an interesting character, especially when you look at the other characters in the world. Um, of Star Wars, like Han Solo's just cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Leia's a badass, and then for a few chunks of the movie, Luke doesn't really fit in. Like, yes, he destroys the Death Star, but he really doesn't come into his own until Jedi. Yeah, no, that that's a great point. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think uh, uh, you know a lot of us are probably drawn to that too, right? Absolutely. I I totally agree with that. Now, you mentioned Star Wars, you mentioned Batman, but what about some other favorite areas of your nerdiness? Um, What is your favorite area of nerdiness, hands down? Is it like Star Wars? Is it a video game? Is it It, comics? Yeah, it's definitely Star Wars. I mean, I mentioned uh, growing up as a Lord of the Rings fan and and playing a lot of uh, Warhammer, the miniatures game and whatnot, but it is definitely Star Wars now. I mentioned earlier the X-Wing, Star Wars X-Wing miniature game. Yeah. You should definitely check out if you haven't, even just to collect some of the ships. They're amazing. Um, but, but yeah, that, that actually drew me into uh, Star Wars. I started playing that game when all of the new canon was coming out. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the, the new Vader comics and Star Wars comics. Uh, I, I novels. You're talking fairly recently. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, and I just, I, you know, I never really, I knew there was other star Wars books out there. Um, I was always a star Wars fan, but the new canon really drew me in because it wasn't so overwhelming. It was like, Hey, there's this princess Leia comic coming out, Vader and star Wars, check it out. Um, and then there's like a book or two that have been released. So check those out. So it was, it was it was very doable, whereas the Legends uh, line of books was like, well, where the hell do I start, right? So, um, yeah, I, I got started with – I started collecting all three of the, the new comics and started reading all the novels. I've, I've read most of them. Um, my daughter and I started watching The Clone Wars, and, yeah, it's – I've just – you know, now I watch, like, uh, Star Wars theories on YouTube. Big fan of Urban Acolyte. What is that? I've never heard of this. Oh, he's he's just uh he's like a YouTube personality that does uh Star Wars theories. He talks like he brings in um religious studies. I think he's a religious studies undergrad or something like that. So he's he's it's like Star Wars theories, but he's also got some life lessons. So like I That's you know, really I, cool. Yeah, I find him he's definitely a big inspiration. And I see the success he's having. And I was like, you know, I'd, I'd really like to do something a little more uh, Star Wars. So he was, he, you know, he's part of this inspiration for uh, ForceWithin.net. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So what, what, because it's somewhat current events, what were your, how did you feel about Rogue One? Oh, loved Rogue One. Yeah, really loved it. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing how it, um, 
it tied into Star Wars Rebels. Um, you know, the, the ship, the ghost was, uh, was there during the Battle of Scarif, uh, Chopper, the, the, uh, the droid was there. Um, and then there were a couple other tie-ins, but yeah, it was, it was, it was just so cool to see like this, you know, animation series tie into a feature film, right? Yeah. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't want to say I enjoyed it more than Force Awakens, um, but it was just, I thought it was unique for a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. It, it, and I also like that everybody died. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, <laughs> I remember hearing about the, the director there and he was like, I didn't really think Disney would let me kill everybody off, but. You know, well, it's like, well, for, you have to. Yeah, you do, really. Like, like the whole point is that nobody survives this, and everyone gave their life to get these plans into the hands of the rebels. Come on, Disney. Like, I will say, Disney at times does a really great job of letting the creative teams have creative freedoms, at least in terms of. Star Wars and the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, is, is going back to your point about like the comparison between force awakens, um, you know, something I heard online that really gelled with me was that it's uh, the force awakens is setting up for a trilogy. So the character development, we get to know the characters much better, but the story is better in rogue one because it's sort of self-contained, right? You're not going anywhere. There's less sort of questions. It wraps up, ties into a new hope. So the, the character development isn't as strong, but you know, it's, I think overall it's a better story. I, I, I tend to agree. And my thing is what I, it's very hard for a trilogy to be a true trilogy in the sense that, every movie is has a beginning, middle and end, but feeds into a larger story that also serves as a beginning, middle and end. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. And my big issue with a lot of trilogies these days is the first movie is a beginning. The second movie is, has a beginning and a middle. And then the third movie is the end to the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of like, even if you go back to empire strikes back, I mean, that's a cliffhanger and that's kind of, kind of what the original trilogy was like too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm, I've, I've tend to loosen up my definition of trilogy to just mean a series of three movies. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, good. like honestly it's really the like the best trilogies i can think of are like the godfather trilogy yeah, yeah. each one of those movies has a beginning middle and end um for say what you will but scream one two and three right yeah. Scream one, two, and three did did it really well, having an actual trilogy type feel to it. 
Yeah. So you like you um, like each each movie in a trilogy to be sort of self-contained. Yes. Kind of like authors usually do a really good job of that, right? Because they don't know like they want to make it so that anybody can pick up any one of their books and get into the story. Yes. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. And um uh, I want to say the first five Harry Potter books did a decent job. Yeah. But again, book seven was just a ending to book six. And if anyone disagrees with me out there, I haven't read them in about 10 years. So I apologize. <laughs> Sounds good. No. So, okay. What is one thing that you're into that other people might find surprising? Uh, one thing that I'm into, well, um, hmm. I like to play Disney infinity with my kids. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. Uh, well, okay. What is Disney infinity? Because I see it a lot, but I have no idea what it actually is. Yeah. Well, Disney infinity is just a Xbox game. Um, and you can buy the, like you buy the individual characters. They come in a miniature. And then mm-hmm. you, there's like, it comes with a little stand and you put the character on the stand and it unlocks it in the game. The game itself is kind of like uh, open world. You can design the world that you're going to play in. So. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. There's no real, you know, there's, there's nothing really to accomplish the way we play it. Anyway, this is the way we play it. There's, there is like a sort of campaign or whatever, but yeah, that's, we just sort of play in the open box and run around and, you know, drive cars and spaceships and that sort of thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you kids enjoy it. I take it. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, are you guys looking forward to, uh, the Nintendo switch? Nintendo switch. I'm not actually familiar with the Nintendo. You're not familiar with the Nintendo switch. Oh man. It's Nintendo's new system. Oh, is that one that can be portable as well as like your home console? Yes. Okay. I guess I have. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to get it, um, but I am very much looking forward to it. Uh, at least I'll probably, I might wait till like the holiday season and see if I can get a good deal on it. Yeah, no, that's good. Cool. Anyways, Nintendo switch, super exciting. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I mean, mean, it sounds like it's got potential. Um, I, I always wonder why Nintendo hasn't gone like the, the um, the mobile route and try and, and develop some apps with some of their old school properties, um, but I mean, with the they they just came out this year with the the um, retro console, right? So I think yeah, they're headed in the right direction for sure. See, I'm a little bit worried about them because they are no longer really supporting the 3ds, even though they just released a new version of it. Yeah, that could that could upset a lot of people. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to be supporting it very much in the future, especially if they're focusing both their console and handheld market on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. My my second thing is with the Nintendo Classic console that they just released, they're you couldn't find it anywhere. Like yeah, it immediately it sold. Completely sold out. Yeah. And so my, my, my thing is either Nintendo couldn't accurately predict demand 
or they were artificially restricting supply to increase demand. Yeah. If it doesn't matter which one of those is true, it reflects poorly on Nintendo. Now that's, that's a good point. I can see you're a big Nintendo fan. I, you know, I am. I've actually, what, what bothers me is I've actually thought about buying a, a Wii U just for Mario Kart eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I have some fond memories of Mario Kart. That's for sure. I know it's, 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 it's probably the greatest series of games outside of the traditional Mario games. Um, that that I'm most fond of, but I just can't justify two hundred dollars and a sixty dollar game just to play the game. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Especially because if I'm planning on getting a Switch, I think they're re-releasing Mario Kart for it. Yeah, sounds but, like you should wait. I know. I told my. I don't know if you have gone into an arcade recently, but Nintendo does make Mario Kart arcade machines. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and they're like the giant ones that are in the car that like shake as you're driving. Um, So I told my wife I wanted to put one of those on our wedding registry. (laughs) Now that is awesome. That's that's a great idea. Um, She refused, and I was really upset about it, um, especially because it was like $10,000. And she's like, none of our friends are going to buy that for us. And I was like, no, but a hundred of our friends could buy that for us. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least look cool. I know, right? (laughs) You get some serious nerd cred for having that, you know, on your registry. I know, right? I would love to have that on my registry. Also, we have have no place in our house where it would go. Oh, um, yeah. You can put it on. I mean, I know, right? Charge all the neighborhood kids. Yeah, just, no. just put some tarps over it when it rains. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Nobody you would guys, steal you, that. Yeah, you guys know. Oh, yeah, that's that would be another. <laughs> just just chain it, chain it down. It's all good. I know, right? So, um, obviously, my superhero power would be having enough money to buy my Nintendo arcade machine. If you could have any superhero power, what would it be? I think I just I just like to be Doctor Strange. Uh, I think there's there's lots of lots of potential there with uh, time control. I really really love that movie. Um, you know, Batman is definitely my favorite superhero, but um, I really didn't know anything about Thor or Doctor Strange. And when I watched those movies, I was just like, oh wow, these guys these guys are awesome. It just brings me back to my. Uh, you know what I what I mentioned earlier about getting into fantasy with the the barbarian right was was one of the characters in uh, in Heroes Quest and the the wizard right so it's just like these guys this guy's like a barbarian superhero this guy's you know a wizard that's a superhero this is awesome right no I I wholeheartedly agree with you I actually really enjoyed Doctor Strange um, especially because you didn't have to know anything about any of the other Marvel movies. Yeah, self-contained. You, you definitely like things to be self-contained. I, do, you know, I, I think I do. I think I do. Um, I think that's what we're getting to on this podcast. Is I, which is why each of my episodes are self-contained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. 
Yeah. I do not have uh I do not have crossover multi-part podcast episodes. There yeah, but I, I mean just think of all the things that you could do with time control, right? Like you could definitely make money. You, you could uh, you could have all kinds of money for that arcade game. Um, oh my god, that'd be so true. Um and I would actually have time exactly to do everything I want to do. Uh I, uh, how do you feel about this? Like I'm a big proponent of it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of priority. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I hate when my uh, friends say I don't have time for that. It's like, no, it's not a priority. Just come on. <laughs> well, and, and I, I, I get it. I know what people are saying when they say they don't have time, but it's like, I prioritize going to, you know, my job that actually pays me. Yeah. <laughs> that's I prioritize, a good yeah, I prioritize sleep. And, you know, I prioritize the gym. And there are other times where I'm prioritizing. I would rather sit down, play a video game, or sit down, watch TV, than do work or do, you know, cook dinner. I would rather just take a breather, order in, then, then you do that, you know? No, absolutely. And I think it's, it's really important that, um, you know, you, when you do sit down to do those things, it's not to escape it necessarily. It's to you, because you've accomplished things and you're, you know what I mean? Like you've, uh, you know, I, I find a lot of the time um, when I was playing battlefront, for example, it was sort of like an escape, you know what I mean? I was trying to yeah. stress in my life and, and, and I've been able to find lately that, you know, I'm dealing with that stress and I, I don't have to sit down and play battlefront to escape. I sit down and I enjoy it even more. You know what I mean? So it's. No, that's, that's absolutely I, true. That's a, that, that presentness. Yeah. Just, my- it just takes it to the, the next level, right? Not only are you conscious of how you're using your time, but you're using your time to do the things that are most important so that you can enjoy the extra time. Absolutely true. Um, one of the things that I did the past two days is I woke up exceptionally early because I wanted to watch the men and women's finals for the Australian Open. Oh, nice. And that means... It was the matches were starting at twelve thirty in the morning here. So like I was rough. Yeah, so essentially I'm watching them from about one AM till about three or four AM. Uh that's dedicated. I know, right? Um well they were super important matches to me. Like they were all my favorite players, and I didn't know when these matches were ever gonna happen again. So it was like Venus and Serena Williams and then uh, Rafa Nadal and Roger Federer. But normally when I watch TV, I'm doing other things. I'm working on my computer. I'm playing a game on my phone, social media, whatever. Like these matches, I made a point just to sit there and enjoy. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so you just, yeah, exactly. And I think that's, you know, um, one of the things that mindfulness has really taught me, right. is just 
be, it's so much easier to see when I am distracted, especially around my kids, right? I mean, my kids are a priority and I need to make sure that I'm not staring at my phone when I'm around them. So definitely. That's actually, I, I had this conversation with my mother recently. She would get so mad at me because she would call and on our phone call, I would be doing other things. Yeah. I would be like either folding laundry or cooking or texting or whatever. And it annoyed her so bad. And so now it's like when I am on the phone with my mother, like that's what I'm doing. I'm present. I'm not doing anything else. I'm paying attention to that time. So to everyone out there who's listening, pay attention to your mothers. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm sure it's you're much more efficient when you're doing it that way too, right? I mean, you are, um, you know, you're more focused on your, your mother. So she's, you're probably getting through the conversation quicker. Um, and then when you're doing those other things later, you're more focused on them. You're probably doing a better job, right? It's, it's like I said, before we started recording, uh, to quote Ron Swanson, don't half-ass two things, whole ass one thing. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. No. Um, so I have another question. I haven't asked this to anybody else before, but my wife and I were, were often have this conversation. If you could have a ridiculous superpower, what would it be? I've often said I would like to shoot cotton candy out of my hands. Ridiculous superpower. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, hmm. Ridiculous superpower. Um, it involves, let me, let me see cotton candy. What would be, I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm a teacher. So at certain times I would like to be able to, uh, just have all my students have a big, big mouthful of cotton candy. So they can't talk and they just have to listen, but they'll be happy because they're chewing on cotton candy. <laughs> it doesn't have to involve cotton candy. I just want to let you know. I'm just taking your lead. Just taking I, your lead. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> One of my other favorites is I want to be able to shout at characters or people on TV and have them react accordingly. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. So, so A, sporting events would be incredibly cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but then also, movies would always be different. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture that like in the theater and you're having a conversation and then you get mobbed because you're interrupting people's, you know, favorite movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Or but think about it. Imagine if you and I are sitting down to watch a new hope and I just in the middle of it yelled to Luke, by the way, Darth is your father. Ask Obi-Wan about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be interesting. But see, then you can watch it again, you know, and, and that doesn't have to happen. You can stay silent during Oh, okay. Okay. It'd be cool to have some conversations with Yoda. Just sit down with him. Yeah. It would be very cool. Um, I would actually enjoy that. I would learn to be my Jedi self. Yeah. And then, so we got to get together. If I have that time control, uh, super variety, like, uh, like, uh, or superpower, like Dr. Strange, we could, we could stop time and we could just sit there with Yoda and chat with him. And then he could bring us up to speed. We'd be super enlightened. And then we could come back to the present and just kill it. 
That would be awesome. I would enjoy that. <laughs> uh. Um. Also, I don't mean to get political, but I would totally heckle most of the president's press conferences right now. Yeah, I, I would just be like, I would just be shouting things at the television and then <laughs> it would be great. I would love it. Um, no. So, okay. So you're a personal trainer, yeah. right? No. I, I've, okay. wor- I've worked in gyms before. Yeah. But okay. Are you currently I've, doing that I'm or not currently most, mostly, uh, right now I'm uh, more of a yoga instructor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what would you say is your current area of strength? Current area of strength. Uh, and you were talking about like fitness, right? Yes. In general, uh, I would say it is, it would be, uh, you know, like the, the mindfulness. Absolutely. Like that's, um, and that ties into fitness in several ways. So whether I'm doing yoga and, um, doing that as a mindful movement, or I am actually meditating, um, you know, there's several different techniques I use with meditation or I'm using it. I do like interval training type, almost CrossFit like, uh, workouts. Um, and that just helps me that, that mindfulness and the, the meditation helps me push even harder during those workouts. Okay. Very so cool. I think that's, that's my, that's my strength right now. And, um, you know, if that was, uh, you know, back when I was, I was just out of fresh out of university and I went back to coach football at my former high school. And I was, I was really trying to, to help athletes, um, you know, in the, in the weight room, I just wish I had some, some more of this knowledge to, to help, uh, them back then. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, do you eat, do you eat fairly healthy? Yeah, I definitely try to. Okay. What is your favorite cheat meal? My favorite cheat meal. Uh, it's not necessarily a meal, but my favorite cheat item would definitely have to be cheesecake. Like it's just so, so awesome. Right? So good. Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of the things I find if I am going to cheat, um, then I try and make it that something that's really good, right? Like you don't want to have cheap chocolate or, you know, jelly beans. I'm sorry if there's anybody out there that really loves jelly beans, but you know, just, just like high quality and cheesecake fits that bill for me. No, I'm absolutely with you on that one, man. Uh, I'm a huge fan of cheesecake and also I've uh, rededicated myself. So if I am going to cheat, I make sure it's worth it. Like I'm not munching on like Kit Kats or Snickers in, in my office. I will make a point to save it until like Friday or Saturday and I'll get a giant ass bowl of mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, right now I'm on something that's called the alt shift diet. It's kind of like a grassroots, pretty small, uh, not that well-known author, but it's kind of like a, a, a switch between five days of keto and then um, three day, like really low carb, uh, high fat, high protein. And then you switch to three days where it's low fat and you introduce lots of different carbs. So uh, yeah, that that's worked really, really well for me and, and my wife. Interesting. Yeah. It's called alt shift. Um, Another 
Yuri Alkane, I think his name is just like in December, just launched another book that um, from what I've seen looks pretty similar. Again, it's sort of a cycle where it's some days you're, you're eating, uh, you're not necessarily binging is a bad word, but uh, you're eating more. And then other days you're, you're eating less. So it's, it, you know, it, it uh, I just listened to a podcast about it, but it, it sounds like this sort of shifting, right? It's, it's more, it's much more natural. You know what I mean? As sort of like, uh, you know, thinking about the paleo diet um, and looking back at our ancestors, our ancestors didn't always have constant food. Some days, you know, they had tons of food. Some days they, they didn't. And, you know, they, they had to get by on a little bit of food. So I think it's sort of, you know, it's, it's getting back to that whole idea. Of oh, very good. Um, yeah, if you could send me the links to that, I'll include some of that stuff in the show notes as well as resources for people. Sure. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, before we get a little bit more into Force Within, um, what keeps you motivated? What gets you up in the morning? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's my kids. Um, that's, I think I mentioned, uh, back at the beginning, right. It was, that's, I just every, every day I want to try and, and be a better dad, uh, whether that's, you know, being calm and having the patience for them, which, which is really tough, right. Being a teacher. Cause I have to, I have to be patient all day with students and then I come home and, that's, that's what ultimately led me to meditation was, you know, I come home and I'm stressed. I gotta, I really need to deal with this because it's going to end up hurting my kids if I don't. So, um, that they're the reason I took the, the, uh, yoga teacher training, you know, they're the reason I try and stay fit because I want to be a good role model for them. Um, you know, so, and I mean, my, my wife is super supportive and she's an awesome wife. So I look, you know, I look at her and all the things that she does for our family. So I, you know, try and try and match the effort that she puts into um, our children as well. So those are, those are definitely my big inspirations. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that at least the people who have kids and people who are married, they can definitely relate to that. Um, I know that, since getting married for me, um, I've actually really struggled maintaining my weight. Um, my ideal weight is usually around 150, 155. Right. Uh, and after we went on some vacations, I was tipping the scales at like 180. Yeah, it can happen quick. Can it? And so, like a lot of people were like, why do you still need to get up at 4am? Why do you need to work so hard in the gym? Blah, 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 blah. You're married. Let yourself relax a little bit. And I'm like, no, I need to keep myself in shape. A, because I enjoy it. And B, because I do it for her. Yeah. She, she deserves the best version of myself. Yeah. Oh, that's some great internal uh, motivation right there, right? Like that's so much more powerful than, you know, well, I, I gotta, I I just want to look good. I want to have the beach body when I go to the beach. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's going to serve you. No, for sure. Um, and hopefully that's, what's going to keep me going for a long time. I am actually down to about one sixty six. Part of it. I want to say part of it was 
getting to the gym in preparation for this last vacation. But some of it was the fact that I definitely caught a nasty virus in Cambodia the last four days (laughs) that we were there. So (laughs) there's definitely some travelers issues that I think I can relate. I can uh, attribute about five of that weight loss to. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm (laughs) someone, uh, my, my weight can change, uh, you know, very quickly, 10 pounds, put 10 pounds on or or 10 pounds off. It comes down to, I've just found like, um, if I'm managing my stress and managing, which comes back to managing my thoughts, um, you know, it is so much easier to not be stuffing my face. For sure. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And so we talked a little bit about force within, um, up at the beginning of the podcast, but is there anything we need to know now? What will people find if they go there? Um, yeah, well, right now it's it's just getting started. So you can head over to uh, Force Within. It's .net, and you can, like I said, uh, you can sign up for the the three steps to uh, mastering stress. I think I'm actually going to change that to like Jedi mindset or something. That sounds sexier, doesn't it? <laughs> I think it does. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and that'll give you an idea of, uh, you know, it gives you a really short idea of, of where I'm coming from. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you've I've already shared uh, quite a bit. Um, and uh, definitely check me out on Instagram at Force Within TV. I'm having a lot of fun. Like Instagram is just such a great place to have conversations about fitness and, and geekiness. Like there's, you know, compared to even like Twitter or, or Facebook, it's, I find it's a, a really supportive and awesome community. So check me out there. Um, you can also check me out on other social media platforms at force within TV and that, that TV part, um, sort of is, uh, mentioning a you possible YouTube channel that's coming up, or I don't want to say possible. It is going to happen. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. It's it's going to be sort of a, a you know Star Wars theories, but as well with sort of that motivation and um, mindset piece in there. Looking at you Thanks. know quotes and and but also looking at the latest news and and maybe reviewing Star Wars Rebels uh, episodes or movies and and thinking you know what can we what can we learn from this? Excellent, dude! I dig it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Now, we, okay, so we've talked about Force Within. We've talked about some other books. Um, we've talked about some apps, some authors. Do you have any other go-to nerd or fitness resources or apps that help you stay committed to your goals? Um, as, as far as a particular app goes, I think Headspace is a great place to, to start. Um, I also use, I think it's called Meditation Timer. When I was talking about the box breathing, yeah, you're doing that individually, right? So there's nobody guiding you. It's, it's uh, self-guided. So it's nice to have a meditation um, timer on that or, or just a meditation timer. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to say another similar app is a uh, insight timer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's a, Absolutely. that is a good one. And then. 
Is there is there there's one other thing I'd love to share with your audience though, Kenny? Yeah, no, absolutely. Please that do. isn't uh, that isn't an app because um, I do listen to the podcast. I knew this was coming, so I, I thought uh, there was something I did during the uh, the yoga teacher training, and it was basically it's just asking yourself a question. If there's people out there who you know want they're they're trying to get fit and and they don't they feel maybe they don't have that mindset yet that we've been talking about. Um, I'd just ask you to write down, grab a piece of paper and pen, or you can use your, your smartphone and just write down, you know, the question, why am I not achieving uh, my fitness goals or nutrition goals? And then I just want you to write down everything that comes into your head, what, no matter how silly it is. And once you get all those things down, you take a couple minutes to do that. I want you to look, read them over and pick one or two. There should be one, usually one that sticks out to you. It's amazing how this works. And then it's just a matter of looking at that and thinking, how can I change this? You know, how can I think differently about this situation? And, you know, it's, it's, it was, uh, when I first did it, it was actually, I asked myself, why, why do I get so nervous when I do public speaking? And it came down to, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of money. It was like, I wrote that down. I was like, yeah, whatever. I, that came to my mind. And then afterwards I realized, wow, this, this is it. I have to address this situation. So, you know, now I've, I've replaced that idea with, I, you know, my family makes me so rich, right? I have such a rich life now. So it's just a matter of, of writing, you know, downloading thought, a thought download, figuring it out. And, and trying, I mean, it's not easy. I'm not saying it is. It, it's going to be tough to even write things down, but um, it can be really worthwhile if you're going to put in that effort. That's awesome. And I just think that that's really an interesting way because a lot of times we have these thoughts and we let them stop us. But what, what you're advocating and what you're presenting right now is you write it down, you look at it, and then you work through it. Yeah. And I mean, it, you know, like I said, it's going to be tough. You, you, I did do this with my health and fitness. I wrote it down and there was some nasty things that came up on that page that I had to work through and, but it's worth it. That's awesome. I, I really hope everybody does that with at least one thing getting in their way. Um, or at least one thing that they're struggling to achieve with whatever goal, because you can write down anything. It's either your fitness goals or maybe your relationship goals or your career goals. Um, yeah, it works. I mean, anything it works like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I, I wholeheartedly, uh, can second that, that thought and that process. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I mean, we we both listen to podcasts, and we know there's probably people out there listening to this in their car or whatever. But you know, just make a mental note and and do this later because I think it's something that could really help you. No, do it now. Do it in traffic. Do it while you're going. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do, don't try and do it mentally. That yeah. is not going to work. This needs yeah. to be written down on a page. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, everyone, if you could not tell my joking voice, do not actually do this while you're driving. <laughs> uh, 
Seriously, all I need is like to get sued by someone who gets into a car accident because they're trying to do this while driving and be like, all right, guys, you've totally missed the point of mindfulness and whole assing one thing. (laughs) um, You kind of already gave us all your social media contacts. Um, Yeah, sorry. Did I jump the gun on that one? Yeah. No, dude, it's it's fine. And then, of course, we're going to include them all in the show notes. But uh, what parting advice do you have for everyone out there listening? Well, just get started and, you know, grab that paper and pen and, and do the thought download. It could change your life. Hashtag just do it. Um, that's awesome, dude. I've really enjoyed talking with you. I'm really glad we connected. Um, and we actually worked through all that, all the technical issues we had this morning. Um, really great time talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been an absolute honor to be on, man. And, uh, you know, keep up the great work that, that you're doing with the podcast. Um, you know, like I said, I, I don't listen religiously, but I do listen. And, uh, you know, it's definitely inspired me. Excellent. Thank you. Um, that, that actually means a lot. Uh, we can go into, especially I've been just struggling a little bit for the last couple of months. Um, on whether I wanted to keep doing it just because if there was other things I wanted to make priority, uh, in my life. But when I hear that sort of, those sort of comments, it it reminds me, uh, why I do this and why I enjoy talking to motivated, driven, amazing people such as yourself. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. No, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's it's something worth uh, the time and challenge, right? Even though it was an hour and a half of uh, figuring out, it's it's there's certain things in life that are are worth the the challenge for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for for coming on, man, and everyone out there listening. Thank you so much for listening to episode 48 of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast, and we are almost at episode 50, and we are going to call that our first milestone. And so hopefully I'll have something super special planned for that episode. But other than that, everybody uh, leave us a review on iTunes and such and uh, work out nerd out. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.